0: Hello, everyone. Sean McCaffrey back with another weekly wrap-up. Excited to be talking about all the things that have happened in the football world, and it has been a lot. Most of them, actually, I should say I'm excited to talk about. The Eagles, I am not too excited to be talking about as an Eagles fan, but I will get into that in more detail later. But first, looking at the college football playoff It's been about a month since that whole college football playoff selection debacle with Georgia and Florida State being left out. That's still being talked about quite a bit, but the four teams that made it, Michigan, Alabama, Washington, and Texas, these two games happened yesterday, the first game being Michigan versus Alabama. It was a great game throughout, kind of a bit of a defensive game, which is surprising for an NCAA game. Uh, Usually they're high scoring, especially in the college football playoff, but Michigan, they win the game 27-20. It came down to overtime. Michigan got the ball first, went in, scored with ease. Alabama gets the ball. They have it fourth and goal on the three-yard line. Jalen Milrow, it's a low snap to him. QB draw, he tries to turn up the middle. He doesn't get anywhere, doesn't get the touchdown, which he needed to for them to keep their hopes alive of just staying alive in this game and then hopefully getting to the college football playoff final. Wasn't able to do it. Michigan wins 27-20. to The Alabama center, he had a low snap on that play. Honestly, he struggled all day long. There was a couple drives that stalled out, honestly, just because he just could not snap the ball correctly. It just seemed like he couldn't give an accurate snap to Jalen Milrow, the quarterback for Alabama. So a tough day for Alabama, a tough break for them. Michigan now punches their ticket to the college football playoff final. The team they're going to be playing against is Washington Michael Penix had a great game for Washington. It was Washington versus Texas. Final score was 37-31. It came down to the final play. Texas is in the red zone. Ball gets thrown up in the end zone. Had somewhat of a chance to catch it, just couldn't quite do it. Throw probably could have been a little bit better. So Texas loses the game. Washington wins the game 37-31. And now, hopefully, Michigan versus Washington. That's what the final is. Hopefully, it's as good as these two games were because they were both really great games, really exciting to watch. Came down to the final play where the other team had a chance to either be alive or win the game. So, a lot of fun to watch those games. The video to both of those final plays is going to be in the description on the YouTube uh, video. So, really an exciting start to the college football playoff. Now, moving on to the NFL Really, the big storyline is it has been the year of the backup quarterback, and no backup quarterback has been talked about or has performed as well as Joe Flacco, the 38-year-old man. He's an old-timer, and he has come back into the league playing for the Browns, and he is playing at such a high level. He's playing better than most teams' franchise quarterbacks right now. The Browns, they win 37-20 to against the Jets this past week. Joe Flacco, not only played well but he looked dominant against a very very good Jets defense so a big win for the Browns they're in the playoff and if Joe Flacco continues to play at the level he's been playing at honestly it's going to they are going to be a very very difficult team to knock out of the playoffs so a really really cool storyline especially when every time they go to Joe Flacco in that post game on field interview he just seems so thankful To be playing in the NFL, to have the opportunity to continue his career, and he's playing at such a high level. So it's really cool for the Browns organization and of course for Browns fans. But moving on to another team that started, a backup quarterback that's in the playoff race. The Jacksonville Jaguars. They've had they've lost a couple games in a row. They had to start CJ Bethard, Trevor Lawrence, missed a game. And he actually played pretty well. The Panthers, that's the team they played. Honestly, they're probably the worst team in the NFL. Jaguars win 26-0 so they get back on track and they fend off the Colts who are also in the same division as the Jaguars trying to fight the Jaguars for a playoff spot. The Colts did win on Sunday against the Raiders 23-20 but the Jaguars since they got their win they've held their lead against the Colts. Colts have about a 50-50 chance to make the playoffs. The Jaguars with this win it helps them significantly in their push for the playoffs. Now, moving on to the Steelers and the Seahawks, they faced off against each other. The Steelers win thirty to twenty-three. And incredibly, Mike Tomlin has clinched another winning season with his ninth win of the year. It's really incredible. The man has never had a losing season in his entire head coaching career. Unbelievable to do that at the NFL level. Even Bill Belichick hasn't done that. I mean, that's Just incredible to always find a way to have your team win. And he's doing with Mason Rudolph, the third string quarterback. Kenny Pickett, their starter heading into the year, played really poorly. Mitchell Trubisky, the backup, played really poorly. And Mason Rudolph honestly has played at a very high level. So for the Steelers to get this win is incredible. Unfortunately, it's looking like they're probably not going to make the playoffs. But still, a winning season again for the Steelers is impressive. Now looking at one other storyline here with a backup quarterback broncos and chargers faced off on sunday the broncos won 16 to 9 but the big storyline was a decision that the broncos made last week to bench russell wilson and it wasn't a decision that was based on the fact that russell wilson was playing at a really poor level like he wasn't playing well at all or the fact that the broncos were out of the playoffs they were actually still in the playoff mix heading into the week but the broncos benched him for cap and financial reasons Because if Russell Wilson were to get injured in these last two weeks, then they would have to pay him $37 million guaranteed, not next year, but the year after. And really, it's a bad look for the Broncos organization, the way they went about it, because you could explain benching a player because he's playing poorly. You could explain benching a player because the team is out of the playoffs. But it's tough to defend the fact that they went to Russell Wilson apparently months ago and said... We're going to bench you if you don't, uh, if you don't restructure your contract. We're going to bench you no matter how you play. So really a very bad look for the Broncos organization. A very bad look for head coach Sean Payton of the Broncos because it just seems like such a bad way to approach a, concept, a contract situation. Uh, so they did get the win. But again, Broncos kind of a bit of a loser of the week because of the way they handled it. And it's just a bad look for them. The media and fans kind of agree on that. So a couple teams that are also on the cusp, not starting backup quarterbacks, Saints and the Buccaneers fighting for the NFC South. Buccaneers could have punched their ticket with an AFC South victory over the Saints on Sunday. They were not able to get the job done. The Saints win 23-13, to so that'll be a really fun last week to see who wins the NFC South. Rams and the Giants, they faced off against each other. This is a great game. The Rams, with a win, would clinch a ticket to the NFL playoffs, of course, and Really, the Giants should have won the game. The Rams did finish it out. They are in the playoffs. 26-25 was the final score, but the Giants had every opportunity to win. They got a touchdown, could have gone for the extra point to tie it up, but instead go for the two-point conversion. Tyrod Taylor, quarterback for the Giants, could have just run the football in to convert the two points, give them the lead, and probably lock up the game for them, but instead tries to throw it, throws it behind the receiver. Of course, they don't get the two-point conversion, but then giants actually got the football back got into field goal range and unfortunately for them mason crosby missed the kick so a tough break kind of a heartbreaker there for the giants for the rams great news as they've battled back from a tough start to the season and are now in the playoffs packers and vikings nfc north matchup both teams heading into it if they were to both win out their seasons so Obviously, the, you know, this game would decide who is going to be eliminated from the playoffs. Packers win 33-10. to 10. Vikings now eliminated from the playoff. Packers very much alive in the playoff race because now they just have to win one more game and they're in. So they, both of these teams came in in control of their own destiny. Now the Packers are the ones that are still in. With that, uh, with that ability to clinch that playoff with a win. The Vikings are pretty much out. Jordan Love, quarterback for the Packers, has played at an incredibly high level. He has dealt with a lot of criticism, but has really turned it on of late, and now has the Packers in a great chance to make the playoffs. Now, looking into some of the top teams, Chiefs, Bengals. Chiefs get back on the right track with a win, but really a very, very close game. 25-17, the Chiefs won the game, but really... The Bengals had every opportunity to win this one, so the Chiefs have underperformed recently. Uh, just don't seem to be on the right track. Another team that's not on the right track are the Philadelphia Eagles, who faced off against the Cardinals, who came into the matchup 3-12 and and beat the Eagles 35-31. As an Eagles fan, I'm embarrassed. I think it's just a disgrace that they lost. Uh, the Eagles are more talented and really have a whole lot more to play for. And they lose 35-31 to after getting out to a 21-6 to lead at halftime. They played incredibly poorly. Uh, I'm not really sure what to say about the Eagles. They're 1-5 and in their last four games. And if you want to talk about a team that is backing their way into the NFL playoffs, it is the Philadelphia Eagles. They have just completely disappointed me over this last five weeks. Even their win last week against the Giants was really nothing to be happy about. So a bad look for them as they now drop to 11-5. and Moving on to a team that's actually starting to heat up and come on a little bit, the Bills and the Patriots. The Bills are the team that is heating up. They win 27-21. to 21. Their defense played really well. Josh Allen, their quarterback, didn't have his best game, but at the end of the day, the defense got the job done for them, and they get the chance to potentially clinch the AFC East next week with a win over the Dolphins. Also, the team, Dolphins, they played on Sunday... Ravens versus Dolphins a huge AFC matchup. The Ravens went out there and honestly dominated them 56 to 19. Lamar Jackson threw five touchdown passes and the Ravens locked up the number 1 seed in the AFC and with that comes a first round bye. The Niners also locked up the number 1 seed over in the NFC. They got the first round bye there. They won 27 to 10 over the Commanders there. So really exciting next week to see who's going to win the AFC East because the Bills if they win, will be the number two seed and win the division. If they lose though, there's actually a chance they could miss the playoffs. So a crazy either end of the spectrum type of thing there that they could either be the two seed with home field advantage through the divisional round or they could possibly miss the playoffs. So just a really, (laughs) so much good or bad kind of there. So a really, really big game for them. And then one of the most talked about games of the weekend was the Cowboys versus Alliance, Lions, two top teams in the NFC. Final score ends up being 20-19, to but really the whole talk of the football world is the fact that the Lions score a late touchdown. Instead of going for the extra point, they try to go for the two-point conversion to give themselves the win. Convert the two-point conversion, but a flag on the field. They say that 68, the offensive lineman who actually caught the pass, didn't report as an eligible receiver, which is what he was supposed to do. And then that negates the play. They have to, They try to run another two-point conversion. Again, I'm not sure exactly why they did that. That was some poor coaching. But don't get the two-point conversion. Lose the game 2019. But really, it's terrible officiating. Uh, honest to God, it was just awful. Because it really does look like Taylor Decker goes over to the referee to report. Taylor Decker is number 68, the offensive lineman that caught the pass. Uh, there's going to be a video to this whole play. But really... Just just terrible officiating. The Lions honestly should have won the football game, uh, but because the refs just did not really do their job, they lose the game and there's been a whole lot of outrage. And uh, really, it's unbelievable that it seems like every week we're talking about the refs and them missing a call or making a call that they shouldn't have made. It's just unbelievable that it seems like they're deciding these games in such crucial moments. Something needs to change for the NFL this particular officiating crew at least can't referee the playoffs because of that absolute embarrassment for them on Saturday. So, at least some good came out of it. So, MVP race, looking at that, is all but locked up. Lamar Jackson threw five touchdown passes against the Dolphins. He's going to win that award. And then, my prediction of the week Bills versus Dolphins. I think the Bills are going to win that game. They're going to take the AFC East. Josh Allen, I think, is going to go out there. I think he's going to ball out. The Bills have struggled with consistency, but I think tough week for Josh Allen last week. This week, this coming week, he's going to come in, and I think he's going to ball out and get the division win for the Bills. Finally, bet of the week, Steelers versus Ravens. There is a massive if here, but the Ravens could bench their starters versus the Steelers, And in that case, I would take the Steelers' money line. They've been playing at a very high level. And especially against the Ravens' backups, I would definitely take them. Only 31% of the public is taking Steelers' money line. So that's against the public right there. But I really like that pick with a massive, massive if on it. So that's something to keep an eye on. So this was Sean McCaffrey with the weekly wrap-up. Hope you guys enjoyed.